head back. Yeah. And Not Ray on the Stevie. nanny. Stevie's like just kind of forward, like a goat. Yeah, but Ray Ray on season five and six of the nanny is just like all over the front. Just. <laughs> Shout out to the nanny. Yeah. yeah. Where are my nan heads at? <laughs> we don't get a lot of Fran pulls here. But uh, I'm yeah. a Fran stan. <laughs> Fran stan, there it is. A Fran cofile. Ooh. <laughs> We're, we're all friends of friends. Oh my god! Listen to everyone. <laughs> He's so creative. I'm just doing Lois from Family Guy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Peter. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna say same vibe, but I don't know. It's don't the same it. vibe for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now do Lois saying Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sheffield. Oh, okay, there's a difference there. We can feel it. Yeah. Palpable. I think Fran is, is more like, Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> oh, clearly. Yeah. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic on. takes on several 92, random that's topics, misleading. which well, they will now mine perform never for been the first <laughs> time and likely last time. Right. In front of a live studio audience 36. in a show called Stab. This is the Stab Show, and welcome to it. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist keeps the barriers of reality and unreality in place with her smile. She's a hilarious stand up comedian. It's Rona Ramon. Right up there. Hello, everyone yeah. in virtual world. Oh, she's up there. Yeah, right Coming there. Coming to you live from Lodi, California. <laughs> nice. It's like nobody knows how this intro works. Our second panelist hands out trophies to local wildlife just to confuse the rangers. He's a wonderful writer, actor, and comedian. It's David Shapiro. <laughs> and Hi. our third panelist makes their own licorice whips for their candy BDSM dioramas. He's a globe-trotting clown around town. It's Edgar Granados. <laughs> exactly. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Elegant, sophisticated fart noise. Welcome to the Stab Show, show that isn't afraid to go there because they know us there. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Rhoda, hey there. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good to have you. Good to see you. Yeah, uh, I wish I could be there in person to see everybody. I miss you all. Yeah, we miss you. We would turn the camera so that you can see that, that there are people here, but you know, we want to have the, these three reactions to your material yes i want to see i want to see everyone uh, what have you been up to since uh since we last had you around here rhoda well i've been um trying to not go insane okay and that's about it yeah i think that's uh that's about the solid baseline that we've all been attempting for the last mm -hmm. Two years or so? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Attempting, yeah. Yeah. Attempting to not go insane. Jesus, take the will. Am I right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, happy to have you, Rhoda. Good to see you. Uh, always, a, always a pleasure. And your your very fine uh, study back there. I'm not sure what that back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Brought to you by Bear Paint. <laughs> I don't know if that's how you say it. I think that's right. Bayer. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, not the aspirin. I don't know. Uh, you know have the backdrop of your dreams. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, welcome, Rhoda. Happy to have you. David Shapiro. Yes. Hello. Hi there. Hi. I've forgotten, and I didn't do the research, and usually I do, so shame on me. Um, have we had you for a full episode or just guests? Just the holiday, just the holiday special. Episodes. Yeah, okay. well, this then is my first are. full episode. Debut, pulling five whole prompts. Was that was that all right? Was that? Yeah. Well, we'll find home? out. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm just trying to get ahead of it. Oh yeah. To get some sort of expectation. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna make it work. Okay. Well, that's not helping. Oh. Uh, each of these answers. Okay. Yes. <laughs> there yes. we go. See? Yes. Nailed it. It's wonderful. Killing it. It's the best material ever. Um what what are you up to recently, David? Oh man. Uh um my uh my my alter ego is keeping me busy. Yeah. Um and uh Suzette Vanetti, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, the fabulous. There are people and I think um it was on the uh, Body Posse or Camp or whichever show you were on recently when you were telling people um, 
Uh, there were people in the stream that were blown away. Oh, that was uh, that was Stephen Ferris's ho 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 special. Oh, was it? I don't know. Some yeah, they, they didn't. Shows know. Well, because I don't give off I don't give off drag princess vibes. Yeah. right now, like. <laughs> So there yeah. were there were legitimately people in the chat that were uh, surprised as all hell, yeah, to find out that you were Susan. Yeah, no, I am. Um, You've just recently been trotting that information out. I had to convince <laughs> OnlyFans that I'm Suzette, too. It's a whole thing. I won't go into it. It's a long story. <laughs> all right. Yeah, but man, they didn't believe me, and I was like, I don't know how to prove it because <laughs> it's true. But how do you? Uh, yeah. yeah. So well. I'm glad that's becoming more common knowledge, I guess. As long as you're glad with it. I don't know. You're happy that you're that people know more, more uh, than Suzette? I don't care. When I'm David, I don't care if people know. But when, uh, but when you're Suzette. I'm, I'm not going to admit you it. Don't. Okay. Suzette. Yeah, of that, course. It's the fantasy. It's the, it's the character <laughs> yeah. fantasy. That's right. Got to keep it alive. Wait, Suzette doesn't want to admit that they're David, or David doesn't want to admit that they're Suzette? The first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Suzette will never admit to being David. There's too much That's comedic fair. material to mine. It's like David. how Batman's never going to tell anybody that he's Bruce Wayne. It's exactly like Yeah, that. I'd rather I've go Spider-Man it. than Batman because well. Batman's a moody prick. But yeah, <laughs> sure. exactly. Well, good to have you. Looking forward Thank to you. your first full episode. Thank you. That'll be fun. I'm excited. Edgar. Oh, Edgar goes way back on this program. Oh, yeah, man. This is like <laughs> 10 years of stab. No, nah, it's not. It's like seven. I mean, it's a little over nine, little, and you've yeah. been there for most of it. Most of it, yeah. Like sp- scattered sporadically through the history. Pretty pretty, uh, pretty present early on. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, kind of went away for a bit, come back. Yeah. yeah. Well, he spent a little time in France. Spent a little time in France. Yeah, I was just in France over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, uh, my sister had a baby. Oh, well, that's nice. Big ups. I'm an <laughs> uncle now, so I went over there for the holidays. Nice. Yeah. And then, that, from what I understand, you've been all over the place recently again. Yeah, I went to went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Got to go to Mexico City, Oaxaca City. I got to work in a hostel and just fucking bum around. Got a tattoo. It <laughs> healed horribly. Oh, no. Do not get a tattoo and. Mexico, when you're what? sleeping in bunk beds, is a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. Those sheets are, the thread count is not sufficient to not just massacre a fresh tattoo. Yeah, and I also imagine there's just enough gap in those thread counts to collect so many diseases. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> in a, host- a hostel in Mexico City. It's got to be super hygienic. it's chill i mean there's like yeah there's a lot of patchouli oh okay you know i think that is kind of how they're yeah they smudge to clean the rooms (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way to keep things clean well happy to have you back edgar it's been a little while i'm looking forward to it um i don't know you guys keep an eye on the door let me know how many more people just randomly pour in off the street uh (laughs) and let's get the actual program started See, that was a sort of pre It was an intro for the Yeah, yeah. I get it. Segment one. Reorganization. It's what we know. It's what we do. There was a time when baseball was so popular that a women's league had to be created when the boys went to war back in one of the WWs. Nowadays, you'd be forgiven if you didn't even know that most major league baseball games are seven hours long and entirely unwatchable slop. But back in the black and white times, the AAG... PBL, or All-American Girls Professional Baseball League, as seen in the Madonna movie, A League of Their Own, was all the lady rage. Nowadays, though, the AAGPBL is no more. So why don't you tell me who or what else AAGPBL could stand for or represent to you? I've shuffled things right. Yes. Do you you know why they used to call it the black and white days? (laughs) Um, uh, because there was so much harmony amongst the races back then? Separate but equal. Mm. (laughs) Continue. So happy to have you back, Edgar. (laughs) I was commenting mostly on the quality of the television programs, but but yes, there was also other connotations. It's a bit of that. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back. Good to have you. Uh, as I was saying, <laughs> Rhoda, how about you get us started with your AAG PBL? 
Oh, well, you know, I'm so glad you brought up A League of Their Own because I love that movie. Yeah. And I was thinking so much about, like, I just relate so much to, to uh, what's her name? Gina, what's her name's character? <laughs> and Lori Petty's in the movie. Yeah. And then, like, Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell and then Tom Hanks. You're like, whoa, all these people are in this, like, amazing, iconic and classic mm-hmm. movie. It's just so good. And I just thought about how the main character struggled so much with, like, trying to be a good wife and trying to do what she's supposed to be doing, but also having this like massive talent. And I couldn't help, you know, but relate to uh, that person because I felt more like her sister Kit who had very little talent and nobody really wanted or cared to see it. So um, I had a very busy day. I had planned when I got this late last night, I looked through it, read through it just a little bit. I, I was thinking so much about it. I got caught up, you know, I have a, I have a, a busy job and, and I, and I didn't have any time. And, and I went to lunch with a friend that I hadn't seen in a really long time. And so I was really racking my brain. I, I came up with the perfect, the perfect, uh, solution for this mm-hmm. um and i would say that um aagpbl stands for all artichokes mm-hmm. um you know what i had an artichoke the other day oh, and it was pretty you. good i never know how to eat it i went to i went to a person's house and they were rich and and they had <laughs> artichokes and i had never had one before and i and i didn't know how to eat it and so i was just staring at them watching them i, mm-hmm. I didn't know any better and so now when i don't know how to do something, but don't want to admit that I don't know how to do something. Uh-huh. I call it eating the artichoke. So that's a little <laughs> antidote for you guys. So A-A-G-P-B-L stands for all artichokes, mm-hmm. guess, peanut butter, <laughs> lovingly. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Nice. Well done, Rhoda. It's uh, going to go downhill from there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Can, um, can you go downhill from the base of the hill? <laughs> I was going to say, gave <laughs> the impression that hey, that was... you know what? We're going to eat the artichoke tonight. We'll see. <laughs> We're going to totally... I wouldn't know how to do it. Yum, yum. Do you pull it apart? I don't know. I never know mm. how to... Yeah, you just try your best. <laughs> and that's what we're doing tonight. <laughs> and that's what Rhoda's introduced. We're all going to eat the artichoke tonight, guys. You have to do your best like Kit did and think of their own. Yes. See, it's all coming back around. See? Yeah. Never seen it. No, know. really. Is it good? It's, it's great. A league of their own. It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. It Watch it, it tonight. What's it about? It's, it's a, about the All American Girls Professional Baseball League. <laughs> oh yeah, that was in the prompt huh? of their own. No, I just made that oh. reference randomly, just without any basis on anything. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's Anything. a league of white women <laughs> for white women There's, by white women. Yeah, isn't well, there at least one woman of like kind of color? No. Okay. Is there like an Italian? Only that one scene where the the black woman throws the ball back to her and she catches it. She's like, whoa, that was amazing. And then she looks at her like, yeah, bitch, we can oh. play too. <laughs> right. Thanks for asking us. Yeah. Right. Because at the yeah. time, Italians and Irish, they weren't white. So are they? In? All right. Uh, it's David Noss. He's yeah. nodding. I'm not going to so, step in that yeah. puddle. It's just unfortunate that we still have to get through one more to get to you so that we can be done with this. <laughs> David, hey, hi. Hi. Let's, uh, let's do the second part of this. Is it? Okay. And um, here are your A-A-G-P-B-L. Sometimes I mix up letters in my brain, but I'm okay. not quite dyslexic. Is there two Bs or one B? Uh, as far as I'm reading it, as I wrote it three times <laughs> in here, it uh, looks like there's one B. One B. There's okay. a P and a B. I can That's see the confusion. my dating history. One okay. B. Um, P and a B. Okay. Uh, so Suzette Venetti's bra size. Oh no, that's that's a double D. Very heavy. Um, okay, so it is April, uh, and for for a lot of um, non-Jews out there, um, that means it's it's that weird Wednesday where you you smudge your head to clean it. Ash Wednesday. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, very confused the first time I saw it sure. in college. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, an episode of Black Mirror, even though it wouldn't exist for 20 more years. I was like, why is everyone's forehead filthy? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, and so it's Easter comes after Ash Wednesday, right? Right, like 40 days or so. It's on a yes. lunar cycle. Um, but so are all the Jewish holidays. And Passover um, is also around Easter, uh, my favorite holiday of all the holidays available. And um, we don't eat leavened bread. Uh-huh. 
on Passover. Jews don't. You're not supposed to, but I don't keep kosher. Um, so anyways, for me, A-A-G-P-B-L stands for any available Gentiles purchase bread loaves. <laughs> sure. So I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Buy all the bread, so oh. I have to buy the matzah. Okay. Thanks, David Thorne. <laughs> I thought there was a loophole in there that uh, if, <laughs> as long as as long as the the Jewish person does not buy the bread, they can eat it. <laughs> um, close, close. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Probably no, no Edgar. Like no, a no Edgar. Moral. No. <laughs> yeah. Probably that's someone's loophole. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. You get a Gentile to feed you. Yeah. On the Sabbath. Yeah. That's that. That's my that's my type. Dating. I want a, gentile a feeder. Feed me. Yeah, that's your a, a that's gentile your feeder. Yeah, religious feeding. Yeah, gentile. Yeah. Well, thank you, David. Uh, I want to buy a loaf. God damn it! See, I haven't had bread in a while. Uh, Edgar, hey there. Oh, hi. Um, how about you wrap up your organization then with your AAGPBL? AAGPBL. <laughs> An amalgamation of grease paint and black lives. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's the latest in a string of misguided attempts to jump onto the activism bandwagon. White people on TikTok have now started wearing grease paint in the style of vaudevillian minstrelism mm -hmm. to show support for Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. uh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Start to finish with that one. That Start killed with the Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> two out of two Daves. <laughs> that just crushed. Uh, all right. I don't think I want to know what David Thorne was mouthing. Over. <laughs> no. Segment two: Topical Haiku Challenge. Please, let's run away as far and fast as we can from that last segment. Uh, oh, I don't. Think yeah, let's does. get to the much more safer second. Shit! <laughs> Damn it! Why do I do this? Uh, for some reason, people still pay attention to the Grammys. And it seems that the audio trophy people have made the general public mad again with some of their choices. And with this being a comedy program, you can guess that we're probably talking about Peg Lang's victory in the recording package category. Or to a lesser extent, Louis C.K., uh, you know, uh, getting a Grammy. I, I heard about that. I, I didn't hear about it until you sent me the prompt. I had like, only barely heard about it before then. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you thought he was gone, but just <laughs> just like quickly turning around when you hear a belt buckle clatter on a cold tile floor, we're shocked again to see so much of him. So, how about you share some of your topical thoughts about Louis' Grammy victory this past week via three haiku set to a chipper Irish jig. Uh, so, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we changed the music. Yeah, yeah. It was now much more racist it. before. It was much more racist before. Um, <laughs> but we went with another. Uh, so, one, 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 two, two, two. You guys know how segment twos work. Rhoda, let's hear your first of three. Kay. Louis Grammy haiku. Okay. Grammy winner. Yeah. Phoenix exposure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cancel culture? Really? <laughs> uh, I think I told people, give them five years, we'll be back. And then, yeah, I think I nailed it. I, I, I haven't clocked it, but it was yeah, right. It was pretty close. Uh, thank you, Rhoda. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> well, it's okay. We only have eight more. It's going to be fine. David. All right. Here, uh, Louis, Grammy, Haiku one. Irish jig haiku. Yeah. Uh, my first one is, wow, Louis C.K., you behaved super grossly, and now you just back? <laughs> yeah. That's how, it, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. Uh, Edgar. Ooh. Let's <laughs> let, you were very excited to get to the haiku earlier, so... I yeah. can only fear that greatly. So I was just like, man, nine haikus all on Louis. <laughs> like, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Well. All right. We have to vent somehow. Yeah. We're doing it for the public. Let's hear haiku one from you, Edgar. Five women. <laughs> only four years later, this guy wins. 
Being white is great. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it helps. <laughs> yeah, look at you. <laughs> yeah, look at all my raging success. <laughs> you should have been dead years ago. <laughs> and the forgiveness that's been bestowed upon. Uh, <laughs> back around. Rhoda, Haiku 2. Grammys for the men? Bill Cosby has eight of them. <laughs> Expose exposure. <laughs> oh, I, 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 my hands went up instinctively and I couldn't, I couldn't not. I was compelled. All right, uh, David. All right. You've probably got a second haiku about all this. I Let's do. Hear it. Uh, Louis won a thing, but that is just the thing. I'm over Louis's thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> we moved on. Society. No. <laughs> they did. I, I. I really feel like society has completely moved on. There were other more important things. Uh, happening. Oddly. Yeah. yeah. Edgar. Can get away with. Yo. Let's hear your second haiku about the subject. Huh? Louis wins a Grammy. <laughs> Next year, the headline will read: Cosby wins an Oscar. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that you didn't uh, understand that we'd switched to this music, so that you did all of these in a in a wonderful leprechaun accent. <laughs> I'm glad I influenced you accidentally. Thank you. <laughs> Bro, third time around, let's get us out of these haiku. Third haiku about Louis C.K. winning a Grammy. Isn't that fun? <laughs> More admiration. Fuck women and their closure. Academy fail. <laughs> yeah. Should I not have brought this up? Was it bad? No. Nine. We're maybe. shining a light on. Nine. Got to address it. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, if you can't just be a white man <laughs> in the world, what's the point? Um, just use it and be happy with it. I, I, uh, <laughs> It's not the there best. are no repercussions for you. <laughs> well, uh, does that make it good? <laughs> that was my haiku. Sorry. Oh, that was. Oh, there are no, oh yeah, <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right, uh, David. Let's get us. Uh, okay. The so third lap of my this. third one is mm-hmm. uh, now not just for tunes. You can win with comedy. Have some standards, eh? Wait. <laughs> have say. Sa- have standards. A, I don't. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. Yeah. All right. Are the Grammys Canadian? Canadian. Standards. Okay. Standards A. Okay. Oh yeah, you don't want to know how well he's doing in Canada right now. <laughs> yeah. No. Particularly Quebec. Oh. Yeah. Well, Quebec's a bunch of bastards. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Edgar, let's get us out of these haikus. Let's get your third one about Louis C.K.'s Grammy win. OMG. No way. That special was actually pretty darn funny. <laughs> Roughly 24 to 92 comedy science. We there just we starting again? Yeah. Just starting from the beginning. We're going to restart the show so that we forget. We're getting that. second chances just like Louie. Yeah. Isn't it? I, the special was funny, man. I saw it and it was pretty funny. <laughs> it's not great. I don't know. I'm just reporting the facts. All right. All right. Glad we've got you out there on, in the field. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the hot take, man. Yeah. yeah. Segment three, campaign trail. Oh, what's better than going from Louis to politics? We just keep <laughs> we keep upping the smile on this show. Uh, it's early April, so why not? Why not? Let's say it's campaign season. Because somewhere, it's always campaign season. Politics are a never-ending cycle of trying to convince you that the other guy wants to eat your children while you, this whole time, your entire career, have been the anti-children-eating candidate. And it never stops. So why should we? Which is why in Campaign Trail, you are asked to give us a campaign speech for the following candidate, vying for your support in their pursuit of a particular office, post, or platform. Uh, Rota Ramon! I mixed things up, just because. Uh, you are a wilted houseplant running for mayor of an office cubicle. <clears throat> well, 
When I was but a seedling, I thought we all had the ability to thrive equally. <coughs> oh, no. That all plants were given the right amount of water and sunlight and the nutrients they needed regardless of species or genius. But when I was purchased from the organic plant shop by President Madison and brought into cubicle, I learned the hard way that not all flora <coughs> was created equally. I will never forget the day I was placed on a windowsill, never to be moved or rotated or repotted. For months, I'd seen the succulents thrive while I was neglected and forgotten. Coffee carelessly thrown in my pot as a pathetic substitute for water. Day in and day out, I would see the smirky evilness of her desktop pictures of her and her squad in Sedona. My leaves were burned by the neon lights of her sign that said, Good Vibes Only. And I saw two dear friends, a peace lily and an orchid, perish before my eyes, only to be discarded into the trash. I would look across the hall and see other plants just like me thriving, watered, out of direct sunlight, next to a poster that says, Mondays, am I right? <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I stand here today because one lovely night, a new janitor took pity on me and watered me. That little bit of attention helped my roots to strengthen and my leaves to grow. She only vacuums monthly, though, so I'm still pretty weak. But I made a promise to myself and to all the plants I had seen go into the trash that never again would I be a passive audience when it came to change. So I say to you today, no more careless pet plants. Parent plants. Parents of plants. No more being hung in a macrame swing only to be forgotten about for weeks. Changes now. My name is Fern, and I'm running for mayor of this cubicle. <laughs> oh, man. So strong. So impassioned. We stand with Fern. <laughs> Fern's been through so much, and they're still here fighting for you. <laughs> Fern for cubicle. <laughs> Thank you. I want a poster of that. Yeah. <laughs> Fern for I cubicle. fight for Fern. <laughs> Fern, Fern fights for you. Fern fights for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank My you, Rhoda. My ficus plant. <laughs> yeah, fuck that ficus. Oh, so good. <laughs> I heard that ficus uh, ran over somebody. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then that they covered it up. Mm -hmm. Won a Grammy. <laughs> I, I heard that the ficus killed Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> oh, man. That is... <laughs> I'm going to spread That's that damning. One. Do you know how much FICUS gets paid for their private speeches? Mm. Their public, their their prob, uh, private speaking events. Engagements? How much? It's disgusting. Millions of FICUS of leaves. Hundreds of thousands. Of <laughs> so much water. Yeah. So much green. Gallons of weed. <laughs> David Shapiro. Yes. Moving on. Okay. Mm. Uh, your next campaign speech. Let's hear your speech. Uh, you're an expired jar of mayo with maybe a tablespoon of usable spread still inside, lobbying for another term in the fridge. Okay, I look just old and white, and I know you think that I'm done and unusable, expired, too old, but I'll tell you what, there's enough of me to go around for everybody. It's going to be really, really equitable. I've watched a lot of other white scoops do things and not do enough, and that's why I'm here. I'm a little bit crusty, a little bit crusty. Maybe a little bit yellowed, but it's okay. Because inside, I'm gooey and white. <laughs> With just enough to make your bread soft and delectable. Mm -hmm. And white people love mayo. Mm -hmm. So you want me on your bread this next term. All right. Well. <laughs> Is it weird that I feel inspired when yeah. these end? Like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> There's always going to be an old white candidate. Yeah. So why why wouldn't it be Mayo? Uh, why not Mayo? <laughs> I don't know. That's the slogan. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why not white? No, that's not. <laughs> that's not as good a slogan. That's mm. not. I mean, for some people, it's the best slogan. Yeah, unfortunately, sadly. Uh, Edgar, hi there. Hey. I'm looking forward to this one. I thought it was hilarious. Did I? I don't know. Am I setting you up? Edgar, yes. let's hear your speech. You are a handful. Was this all food? No, there was a plant in here. Okay. Was I hungry when I wrote? Maybe. You're a handful of Pizza Hut red pepper flake packets running for a seat on the spice rack. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking like your, your, your life has come to just like eating a fern <laughs> with old mayonnaise and just sprinkling red I mean, pepper flakes on it. Sometimes you Somebody can't get is to the out store. there like, that sounds good. Yeah. That's, isn't that a salad? Isn't it's a that a type salad? of salad, yeah. 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 All right. The Cobb salad. Again, you are a handful of Pizza Hut red pepper flake packets running for a seat on the spice rack at your Granados. At the outset tonight, I wish to extend my most sincere thanks to the hundreds of packets and condiments <laughs> from all walks of life who have taken an active interest in my efforts to give to the contents of the junk drawer. <laughs> Representation in the spice rack, which it deserves... The end of the long, hard road we have traveled together is now in sight. Let us be steadfast and untiring until our work is done. I have aspired to the office of your rack man because I believe that my education, training, and experience in adding zest to the flavorless pizza makes me qualified to represent you. During the global war just passed, I tried to serve my country with all the strength and devotion to duty at my command. As your rack man, I shall try to serve you in the same way. During recent broadcasts, I have made public my position on what I consider to be the vital issues of this campaign. I have endorsed the housing legislation enacted by the Spice Rack, but acts of the Spice Rack do not build houses. The letter and the spirit of these laws must be implemented by vigorous action to see the huge productive capacity of the condiment industry is geared to produce without red tape and delay modern, permanent, and low-cost low housing for our people. Those who experience the hardship and sacrifices of war at home and abroad are worthy of not just floating around kind of loose in a drawer or stuffed into overcrowded tenement zip locks, but in a nice glass jar or Tupperware. This is vital for the normal development of family life, the keystone of our condiment way of life. Here in the junk drawer, we have skilled spice power in abundance. I intend to see that we get our fair share of the materials and equipment with which to work. I have urged and will support the development of the Port of Spices so that it may return to its rightful place among the seaports of the kitchen. Decaying docks are symptoms of disease within our economy. What is needed is dynamic leadership. I offer that dynamic leadership to you. I intend to see that the junk drawer retains its place as a leading manufacturing center for our traditional products, twist ties, napkins, and loose batteries. I will join any efforts to encourage the location of new industries like wet naps and light bulbs. We have a backlog of skilled spice power second to none in the kitchen. We have the plant capacity and engineering know-how. We have adequate capital, but dynamic leadership is needed to bring these elements together with new force and vitality. I offer that leadership. The kitchen is the hope of free people everywhere. Let us not offer them a leadership that is weak and indecisive ever ready to abandon moral principles. Let us rather show them a strong and vigorous America, I mean kitchen, <laughs> firm in its palate and unyielding in its ability to make meatless Mondays bearable. A kitchen which will lead the world to peace with justice. <laughs> wow. Wow. Powerful. And as powerful as that was, 
my favorite part of the whole thing was someone coming in uh, like 30 <laughs> seconds into it and having zero idea of what was going on. <laughs> hey, welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> clearly that was a campaign speech from, from a handful of <laughs> Pizza Hut red pepper packets running for a position on the spice rack. I didn't have to tell you that. Obviously that came through. <laughs> yeah. The unmiked audience oh, member uh, said she's was, voting for that was Thank powerful. you. The, the red and your country place. thanks you. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect a uh, <laughs> crushed red pepper packet from Pizza Hut to uh, be uh, hailing from the uh, from New England. Nobody but, did. <laughs> Nobody expected anything from I'm me throughout my entire career. I'm done. <laughs> not disappointed. Saying. Uh, segment four. <laughs> Two more segments, guys. We're almost done. Nobody out pizzas the hut. Nobody. Well, <laughs> is that a real slogan? It is. Yeah. It's on. It's in the movie A League of Their Own. Fuck, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar, come that on. That was a callback. Catch Sorry, up. A callback uh, segment four. Together. Dating profile. Nobody likes dating. Trying to have idle chatter with a total stranger in a strange place when you could be at home, curled up on the couch, not having to pretend to care about this person that you're clearly never going to see again. But, for some reason, people do it anyway. Which is why in Dating Profiles, it's your task to give us the dating profiles of the following persons, places, or things out on the market looking for love. Uh, Rota Ramon! Hey. Let's hear your dating profile for Freckles. This was inspired by your topical haiku. Oh, no. <clears throat> nice. Polyamorous group looking for a good time. Yeah. Lately, it's been a little lonely around these parts since our host tried to show off a bunch of his female co-workers against their will. People can have no more fun no more. And we're just a bunch of freckles that will put on some red-headed pervert's dick through no fault of our own, by the way. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we've been in sweatpants purgatory since. But now old Ginger Balls here has a Grammy. So we're hoping for a little companionship after a long-term relationship with left and right hand, if you know what I mean, okay? Woke people need not apply. Must be at least an eight or a dime, preferably. No fat chicks. Thank you. Thank you, Rona. Um... And honestly, say I didn't expect uh, <laughs> to hear more from Louis tonight. Or it's not Louis; it's the freckles again. on his no. dick. Yeah. Louis definitely fucks fat chicks. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the freckles, the freckles on aren't his aren't about dick. it. Yeah. They're, they're not mm. about it. Willingly, <laughs> that that tracks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Oh, all right. It's my fault. My fault. Sorry, I'll do better next time. Sorry. No, you're doing fantastic, Rhoda. A round of applause for Roto Ramon, everybody. I wrote this 30 minutes before I came here. Woo! It was good. It was good, Rhoda. David Shapiro. All right. Let's hear your dating profile from a dilapidated playground. Um, you know, uh, single, uh, <laughs> old playground, um, used, abused. Uh, but ready to try to show somebody a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Workable parts. Um, you will get sand in places you don't want. I'm sorry. Um, but also it, it protects you when you fall down. And it's soft. Um, don't touch the swings. <laughs> you don't want to. Um, also interested in having kids. <laughs> Apply within. Sure, sure, sure. That was that was lovely. <laughs> the saddest playground. The first dating profile I've ever written yeah. in my life. Well, yeah. really? Yeah. You're not on the apps? No, I refuse. Refuse? Steadfastly. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a good place to be. I don't know. Um, thank you. Thank you, David. Uh, Edgar. <clears throat> thank you. Jesse. Um, 
I'm looking forward to hearing <laughs> your dating profile from soccer or football. Football. But, but probably soccer. Or football. Football. <laughs> I'll say football. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> I love to go running. And I love to travel, although I do not like to visit the United States. <laughs> I enjoy paella and playing in the streets of the favela. Sometimes I play in flip-flops. Sometimes I play in shoes. Every four years, I like to travel the world and visit my fans. It is very exciting for me. Again, not so much in the United States. When I'm not working, I like to juggle and play video games. Although, not as much as I enjoy paella. <laughs> I am looking for someone who can keep up with me. Excellent cardio is a must. A generous lover and a team player with no history of fraud or money laundering would be fabuloso. The ideal first date would go like this. We meet at a restaurant. I order a nice bottle of wine. You follow up with an appetizer. The appetizer pairs well with the wine. And now it's time for the entree. It's paella. Paella is the main entree. We order another bottle of wine. I say something with you. You say something with you. We're hitting it off. We leave before dessert, making out in the Uber on the way to your apartment. We're nearing your apartment. We're feeling each other up in the elevator. We get to your apartment. We're through the door of your bedroom and go! <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, the build-up. And all of that while not being able to use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's a skilled lover. Look, Mom. <laughs> oh, so good, Edgar. Oh, so wonderful. Thank you. I didn't see it coming, and there it was. Oh, great. Was, that was good. That's nice. It snuck Thanks. up on me. Yeah, it, that, it snuck up on me when I was writing it. That's how you know it's good. Oh, it's nice to be surprised when you're writing a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always good. How many? I can count on one hand the number of times I've made myself laugh. <laughs> uh, segment five, let's wrap this up. It's movie makeup. Big time popcorn action smash whoop-de-doo season is quickly descending upon us. And gods help you if you haven't watched all 10 to 40 previous movies in whatever chosen franchise you're legally obligated to contribute ticket funds to because you will have zero idea of who's what but will still be forced to tell people you enjoyed it even more than the last edition or be shunned by society. So, how about you help contribute to this entertainment anxiety hellscape in movie makeup by giving us your synopsis of these made-up movies based on the following titles pulled from the various random title generators of our friends at 7thSanctum.com. 7thSanctum.com. They still don't know we're doing this. Rhoda Ramon, let's hear your synopsis for your made-up movie, Santa Claus Rides Again. the tumultuous divorce from his wife of 200 years, <laughs> the slaying while intoxicated incident, and spring gloom upon the North Pole, Chris Kringle is one lonely, in one lonely funk. Just as he is about to give up and die by alcohol poisoning on peppermint schnapps, he meets Charity, a sassy street smart elf who helps him get his groove back. Jack Black plays the jolly man himself. Amy Sedaris is Charity, the sex worker with the heart of gold and the baggie full of eggnog Adderall. And Sir Ian McKellen is Father Time. Will the odd pair fall in love? Will Santa get his shit together in time for Christmas? Will Charity be able to drive the sleigh since Santa's sleigh license is suspended? Find out this summer in Santa Rides Again. Oh, man. That is actually the riding is sex yeah <laughs> oh, that's great that's no good I, I enjoy that very much and can see that coming <laughs> so this december so uh, yes, I, we, yeah. <laughs> rhoda hey uh what are you up to where can people find and enjoy rhoda ramon outside of this particular episode of the staff program you can find me on most social platforms, most social media platforms at Rhoda Ramon. Uh, if you're in the Sacramento area tomorrow, I will be at the Comedy Spot at Dr. Buddy Love's yeah. show. And all the proceeds for that go to Planned Parenthood. So if you have some time, come on out for a good cause. Yeah. And uh, otherwise, just generally around. 
Awesome. Well, we love having you around here, Rhoda. Thank thanks. you for Sorry that. Sorry I couldn't be there in person, but thanks for letting me uh, come uh, join via Zoom. Yeah, that's why we still do this. There's some people that that have to have to be beamed in through technology. So that's why it's still an option. Thank you, Rhoda. Uh, David Shapiro, yes. let's finish up your okay. first full episode okay. with your synopsis for the made-up movie The Millionaire of Businesses. <laughs> In this eighth installment, <laughs> what started as a lonely man with no business prospects, the entrepreneur of your dreams, who just kept coming up with more and more businesses, mm -hmm. with not the goal to become a millionaire of money, but a millionaire of businesses, mm -hmm. this latest episode and we say episode because that's what it feels like because it's not a whole ass movie. It's just an episode because you got to see the next one. This latest episode <laughs> finds our hero, the millionaire of businesses, <laughs> saving from the earth, from the moon people. <laughs> because that's the new business. Saving the earth. Because when you've done everything else and you're the millionaire of business, what do you do but start saving people? So you can see this movie only on Disney Plus. Oh, sure. Naturally. <laughs> what does a man with a million businesses do next? They don't start. Yeah. A million and one businesses. <laughs> cleans, cleans the kitchen. Yeah. Well, David, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for having me for my first yeah, episode. Absolutely. Proper. Sorry it was a little, a little last minute -y fill in, but... I, I Did I do okay? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm just saying. I, I didn't want to like want you to feel like short shrifted in your uh, time to write. You did. You did good. Thank you. Welcome. I'm happy. Thank I enjoyed you. it. Thank, Thank you. you, David. Where can people enjoy more? Uh, well, either David Shapiro or Suzette Vanetti in the uh, in the wild. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Suzette Vanetti uh, tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> in like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, at Badlands, there's mm -hmm. a Thursday show every week. Yeah, um, yeah it's a great show. Actually, the uh, the one on the twenty first is Whitney versus Mariah. People are really excited oh, about that one. Nice. Get your tickets now. <laughs> oh, it's it's free. People walk in. It's what what? It's crazy. <laughs> but get your walk in free. now. Yeah. Um. I if anyone wants if to see early. Suzette, uh, brunch every Sunday yeah. or May first, Queens and Comedy at Punchline. Nice. Um. That's gonna be a really good show. Uh. Got Casey Lie headlining. Um, but also, I, I, me, I would like to be seen as me sure. in pants and shoes. Um, but I pitched you a good idea. I think I, I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. We have to talk about We've it. We got a couple to go over. Yeah, yeah. I want to do. I want to do stand up as a as a boy. So <laughs> yeah, do, we'll do that. Do boy stand up. <laughs> Haven't had a bar mitzvah yet in this stand up journey. No. So I'm still a boy, but I'm going to tell jokes. Not going to do man stand. Not man stand up. Nope. Got to be right. 13 years in. This is boy stand-up. Yeah, uh, I'm almost a man in comedy. <laughs> you can almost oh. do man stand-up? Yeah. So yeah, that's where people can find me. Well, um, awesome. Obviously, you can Glad find Suzette a lot easier. She's a well, sure. attention whore. Sure, sure. Yeah. But thank well, you. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to have you finally. Uh, Edgar, hey, before we get to your, your closing bit here, uh, how can people follow or see or enjoy more Edgar Granados? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, at Edgar Prey Love. <laughs> That's the only social media that I'm really active on because um, it rots your fucking brain. Don't True. use it. Don't use it. Not wrong. Do something else. Read a book. Talk to your mom. I don't, but you should. Edgar Prey Love. <laughs> Thank you, Edgar. Is Who's over there? Anybody? It was, uh, was that some, Corey? It was a man. No, was it, Corey it, was, this time? it was not Corey. Is it not Corey this time? Who? Joey, oh, Joey G. G. All right. Hey, Joey. Hold down the fort over there, Joey. One more second. Uh, <laughs> Edgar, let's close out this show. Yes. With your synopsis for the made-up movie, Ghost Challengers. Special agent Frederick Ghost <laughs> is the best in the business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're moving in. I'm here. Target neutralized. He's taken down despots, warlords, 
and single-handedly toppled regimes. Ow, my hand. (laughs) But this summer, (laughs) he's about to receive a challenge. (laughs) Meow. The clock is ticking, Agent Ghost. Vin Diesel. (laughs) We're going to need some cars. Uh Idris Elba. Do you know who the fuck I am? Uh Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) And Kevin Hart. Man, why you got to pick on the little guy? In the blazing heat of Marrakesh, a plot develops to steal $7 trillion from the bank of... (laughs) Agent Ghost is in position. But just before he's about to get his man, he finds out that it's actually a woman. Introducing Mindy Kaling. Why are you looking at me so weird? As the Generalisa Molkotchuk, <laughs> and she's harboring an ace up her sleeve. Because even though we may try sometimes, the past comes back to haunt us. I have your daughter, Ghost. <laughs> Introducing Zendaya. <laughs> Fucking free me or whatever. I don't. I don't know how she sounds. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, does it? Because this summer, the movie that critics are saying, you're probably going to watch it anyways. Ebert and Roper said, Kill me! And Werner Herzog called pure sadomasochism for the brain. And my cousin called fucking dope. On June 23rd, Ghost Challenges. Who the fuck are you doing on a Sunday anyways? (laughs) And Stab is over. Thank you for joining us tonight. And of course, a special thank you to our incredible panel Rhoda Ramon, David Shapiro, and Edgar Granano. <laughs> now, if you enjoyed what you just heard, well, your ears are in super luck, as you can find this and hundreds of other episodes of the Stab Show on the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Or, if you'd like to catch the Stab Show live as it happens, you have two options. Either coming down to Stab Comedy Theater or tuning in to Stab Comedy Theater TV on the device of your choice. Thursday nights at 7 p.m. So that's all the time we have for you tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you to always do what makes you happy. Who knows? It might make someone else happy, too. Good night. Sometimes it's wholesome. Yeah, it was nice. (laughs)